Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It was one of the most unpredictable NFL drafts of all time. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the man who is still a strong believer in not drafting running backs early. And with me, as always, is AJ Just Draft Spark Gods on Day 3 Marchese. It's worth the risk. Today, we're going to give you a massive breakdown of the 2019 NFL Draft. Could be the longest episode of all time. Yeah, it might be. And let's hit it straight into our Seat Geek app because AJ hasn't recorded a new song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. Seek it. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Okay. Jumping right in to our draft breakdown episode. Who had the best draft class in your mind? Obviously, we're both going to have a couple, but who comes to mind first? I kind of just did it from the top. You know what? I'll say the best draft class goes to the team that got the best player in the class. How about that? The New York Jets. Oh, I think they're up. Whoa! I'm just going to go. I'm I not on my list. I'm surprised. Really, they're not. I like the Jets class. I think they added a lot of what they need. I think they had a great offseason in general. Uh, obviously, in the first round, Quinn Williams was the best player in the draft, in my opinion, and yours. Yep. Uh, so adding that uh, never, never hurts. Obviously. Uh, and from there, I think the rest of the way they did pretty damn well, man. Um, well, you know I love Ja'Kai Polite. Exactly. Um, Polite in the third, I think, is good value for how he looked on tape. Yeah, he kind of botched the uh, pre-draft process. But uh, I think if he gets in there and keeps competing, uh, I, just, I think that's going to help a lot. Uh, late in the third round, Chumadoga was a really good pick to me, especially compared to where the other like project tackles went. Uh, I think that's good value for him there. Uh, Wesco's an interesting pick. Wesco, you know, is just going to make the team and do whatever you need him to do. Exactly. He'll, he'll I, I, At worst, he'll be your tight end, too, for a long time and be a really good blocker. Yeah, Herndon and Wesco complement each other well. Um, you can use him to H-back, whatever, all that. In the fifth round, Blake Cashman. I, I, we talked before the show. We're not sure how much he's going to see the field. We, we probably would have preferred a different team for him. But he's a really good player. We both had second-round grades on him. Uh, I think that's a great value pick. I'm surprised he fell Oh, if the Jets are on my list, I'm tripping. 
<laughs> and then in the sixth round, Sean Austin, keeping him in the region. I didn't like that pick. I didn't it's like fine. that pick. He, I thought the other Rutgers corner, can't think of his name, was the better corner at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Austin was always injured. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's fine. But for the sixth round, I don't really care, right? The late six. I do when there were so many good undrafted free agents. I know, but, but like, see, that's, no, ba- basically, like you said, they got the best player in the draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Polite is a first round talent who just kind of ruined his draft stock. And if they maybe not the best team to have everything sit well with him, I know. But they're building up that locker room with players, which is nice. Like CJ Mosley, Quinn Williams is one of the best for the, in that regard as well. Yeah, uh, like they're. I think they're going to end up having a pretty strong locker room, whether. That is bolstered by the coaching staff. Probably not, but at least I, the, I the, the player core is going to be strong, I think. Like, Jamal Adams is one of the best leaders in the league. At, at least on defense, Craig Williams is a strong presence. <laughs> um, and then Idoga can compete for that right tackle job probably right away. It's mm-hmm. funny because he's a lot like Kelvin Beachum, the left tackle. That's true. And then Cashman, uh, like you said, don't know how much he'll play just because they have a strong linebacker core already there. Yeah. But still, sick value, and you think he could probably be a dominant special teams player at the worst? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll say, trades aside, the it's it's hard to argue against the Cardinals draft class. I agree. They're they're in my list too. Like obviously, they got terrible. Like I think the Dolphins fleeced them for Josh Rosen. I don't think you can even argue that because the Dolphins no. technically just. Moved their second round pick to next year for Josh Rosen and gave him yeah. a fifth. Yeah. So that's a dirty steal. But player wise, draft class wise, they got their franchise QB. Then uh, Byron Murphy was, I thought, a steal at 33. I thought he was the best corner in the class. Yep. He, can, he can insert right, right away, whether you play him at nickel or on the outside. Um, I didn't think Andy Isabella was the best option at receiver, but he does provide a deep threat for your offense. See, like, I, I, I'm higher on Andy Isabella than you are, but I agree they could have went elsewhere. But it, it's almost bolstered by the talent they got later at receiver. Ex- you know exactly. what I mean? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Like, they got Hakeem Butler at 103, and they got Keyshawn Johnson at 174. Yeah. And I think those three plus Christian Kirk, I, like, this probably fits his last year. Those three plus Christian Kirk gives four wide receivers. In, <laughs> if Cliff's going to really bring in his offense, you're going to see a lot of four receiver looks, I think. Yeah. And it's four guys who do, like, Isabella's your deep threat. Hakeem Butler's your power forward, like, mm-hmm. massive, who can also win downfield. Keyshawn Johnson's your route runner, and Christian Kirk's your yak guy. They complement each other so well. It's, like, one of the coolest. It's going to be really fun. And Absolutely, that's that's why they're they're made my top four or five, and uh, yeah, that's so much fun. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they did great. Keep on going, Rob. Uh, I thought Zach like this is right around where I had Zach Allen on my big board. I think mm-hmm. I had him sixty six. They took him sixty fifth, mm-hmm. and I thought this was a perfect fit for him. I yeah, uh, playing the five tech for them. Yeah, exactly. Like I th- that's yeah. that. This was maybe his ideal situation. A team that needs. Uh, an instant starter at five tech, which is yep. I think he's ready to go right right away. So it's the perfect defense for him. I agree. And he, like I said, he's quite pro ready for it. And then Deontay Thompson slid to one thirty nine, where they they snag him, and their secondary is starting to really look nice. It like, is. And uh, we we heard about Deontay Thompson having uh, degenerative knee issues, and that's why he slid. slid but that, uh, still worth the risk in the fifth round. We yeah, saw exactly. The like if even if he only gives them four or five years. 
that secondary is yeah like now now you've got a secondary that consists of obviously Patrick Peterson they stole DJ Swearinger um th- then boot they like they have Buda Baker, Baker they draft Byron Murphy and Deontay Thompson that gives you oh and they sign Robert Alford that gives you mm-hmm. six quality potential quality starting DBs yeah, that got like they they, they went, overhauled that so well and yeah, so quietly to be yeah, honest they went from one of the worst secondaries in the league it was basically yeah. Buda Baker and Patrick Peterson and like UDFA dudes yeah exactly to, to a very strong group and then I thought even um I didn't love the Josh Miles pick he's a complete athletic mm-hmm. bet but it's seventh late seventh round doesn't matter yes. he'll be on your practice squad hopefully you can exactly. develop him um, but uh, Lamont Gallard, who the center from Georgia, I think can be your starting center. Yep. Eventually. I, like, my only criticism with this class is they didn't get better on – like, well, they did, sorry, but they didn't address the off the line as much as I hoped. Yeah. But the clear idea was to strengthen the passing get, game on both sides of the ball. Get, yeah, exactly. Definitely agree. Um, at least I, I'd say it helps that they tri- they got Marcus Gilbert for a steal in the off season. Yeah, they're hoping DJ Humphreys gets back to health. That gives them two yeah. tackles. They're probably rolling with uh J- like J- Jar Sweezy and Justin Pugh at guard and AQ Shipley at center. Like it's bet it's not good, but it's better than last year. And yeah, uh, Gaillard competes. And uh, to recall you, if I think he's going to compete. And, and they like they dropped Mason Cole last year. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's there's more depth and more it's experience, deeper. yeah, exactly. Uh, then I love the Michael Dogby pick uh, out of Temple, seventh round, two forty ninth. He's a guy who I really love, and I thought was worth like a fifth round pick, and I think he can uh, contribute as a as a five tech on that D line. And then mm-hmm. they, Caleb Wilson, not they Isn't don't it? have a good tight end group, but Caleb Wilson's at least got speed, so. Yeah, and he he can kind of fit what they do, and I, I just it's kind of the per- perfect Mr. Irrelevant after trading Josh Rosen. So like, yeah, we've been happy. Josh, <laughs> no, Josh car- Rosen and Caleb Wilson will always have the Texas A and M game in 2017. Ah, they will. That's true. Uh, uh, who else? Who else did you like? I, I thought the Bills did a really good job. Yeah, that that's my my second one here. Ed Oliver, uh, ninth overall, top. I think he's the third best player in the draft. I agree. Um, and that, I also think he. Mm-hmm. this was like the perfect team for him. Yeah, one of my favorite fits in the entire draft. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be an amazing record. And then they got Cody Ford in the second. In the second, They traded up to get him. And they I, they tried to trade back into the first round to get him, and then they yeah. he they couldn't, and he slid, and they got him in the second. That was sweet. Exactly. Um, and I think everyone thought he was going to go in the first round. I think he was worthy of a first-round pick. So getting him at the top of the second is a steal. Um, he's going to be starting... He's put, I think a tackle or a guard, wherever they need him, really. Um, yeah, that, yeah. I think I think um, like they'll probably roll. With, I I bet he plays right tackle for them. I think so too. Um, and they're like they're another team that just improved that offensive line so much in the offseason. Uh, so much, so much deeper now, and just so much more talented in general. Third round, Devin Singletary is one of my favorite running backs in the class. Um, so I like that pick. It's going to be interesting. Get nine running backs on the roster. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's going to be interesting to see how they just use the running backs in general. Uh, the late third, uh, Dawson Knox, one of your favorite tight ends. I liked him a lot. That's a really that's nice a- upside pick because they they signed yeah. Tyler Croft, which was like I felt like uh, we need someone who can maybe play, mm-hmm. and then they they got Dawson Knox and they got him like thirty spots later than I thought he would go. Yeah, and he's he's developmental. To some extent, but he's a really ferocious blocker with a lot of athleticism. 
Yeah, and I think he's uh, he's just a good tight end for Josh Allen. Like the yeah. speed and the catch rate. He's good at going down and getting the football. Which yeah. sometimes you'll see tight ends just don't do it too well. With with Josh Allen's erratic arm, that helps a lot. Uh, Voshan Joseph in the fifth, I think he went later than he should have. So just adding him to that already really strong linebacker core just makes it better. And he plays like a psycho, so I feel like that yeah. translates to special teams. Yeah. Uh, Jaquan Johnson, the safety out of Miami in the sixth. Uh, felt Just felt like a Sean McDermott DB. Exactly. High, high character guy. Going to help on special teams. That's a good pick. Uh, and, like, the seventh, Daryl Johnson, upside, I guess, whatever. Height, like, weight, speed, bat, yeah. uh, and that late, that's good. And, like, Tommy Sweeney in the seventh, you get your other blocking tenant. That's no big deal. Like, yeah, that's he, nice. yeah, Sweeney's your third tight end. He's, he's one of the better blockers. Exactly. I think that's just a great haul for the Buffalo Bills. Like, uh, one okay. of the best Bills I, class I can remember in a long time. Sorry to interrupt they, you, Well, since Bean's taken over, they've been both through free agency and the draft. They've been outside of, like... I just don't think Josh Allen was a very good pick or quarterback, yeah. but at least they addressed it. Basically, outside of that, they've been killing it. Mm-hmm. I just think they took the wrong quarterback. Yeah. Um, I thought John Elway had maybe one of his, <laughs> probably his best draft. I think it was his best team. draft. Yeah. Yeah. So they start by trading out of 10 uh, and get Noah Fant at 20. Mm-hmm. So perfect tight end for Joe Flacco because he loves using the tight end. Stretch the field. You can play in line if you want him to. He doesn't have to, though, especially with the tight ends they already have on the roster. Like yeah, you can that, use him more as a chess piece. Yeah, and that, that group of uh, pass catchers in Denver is looking really strong and young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they, they come back in the second round. Dalton Reisner, whole life, wants to play for the Broncos. They go and get him, which is pretty sick. That just and, makes me happy. Yeah. yeah, and we both, I think, think Reisner, plug and play on the interior of that O-line. They got Juwan James and Garrett Poles at tackle. You play Reisner on the inside, I think he can be a pro bowler for them. Uh, yep. Kind of set the tone, whether it's at guard or center. And this is another team who's done a really good job addressing that offensive line. They went from pretty sketchy to now they've got Garrett Bowles, John James at uh, the tackles, Ronald Leary, probably Ronald Leary and Reisner at guard, and then Connor mm-hmm. McGovern at center. Yep. Uh, and then they trade back up in the second round. They get Drew Locke. I'm not a Drew Locke fan, but the fact that they could get him at 42 instead of 10, where we all thought they would either trade up to get him or take him at 10, that value is pretty awesome. I agree. Like I expected Drew Locke to go higher than this. I expected them to take him at 10. Uh, like I again, I'm not a Drew Lock fan either. But getting his potential as the 42nd pick in the draft, that's a good pick. And it doesn't feel like they'll feel rushed to throw him in there and replace Flacco. Exactly. They yep. can really let Lock develop for at least a year. Um, yeah. And when you're looking at at in the terms of Daniel Jones went sixth, it looks even better. Yeah. Uh, then Draymond <laughs> Jones 71st. This I thought was a low key really great get because. He's just going to be their uh, passing down, like, three-tech pass rusher. And I think I I don't love what Draymond Jones does overall. I think he can get blown up in the run game at times mm-hmm. uh, and moved around. But he's got a massive motor, and he's a really clean pass rusher for an interior guy. So just adding that interior pass rush to a pass rush that's already got Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, yeah. I thought was a big get. I agree. And, like, I again, I don't, I don't love Draymond. But in the third round, I think it's good value. And, yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting to see how they use him exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Hollins in the fifth. I thought there was a good landing spot for him both in terms of 
where like value and fit. Yep. Uh, just a long athletic edge rusher can play a bit off ball too. And I didn't love six round Juan Winfrey. I didn't think that was a great pick. Like height, weight, speed, deep threat type. But I thought there were better options in that mold, specifically I, Emmanuel I, Hall. But I agree. Uh, I, in the summer, we watched Winfrey. I, I think we both liked what we saw a bit. Um, then he kind of just disappeared and he got injured. I'm going to trust the Broncos a bit, like having him very close, obviously in Boulder. Um, but yeah, I think there was definitely better options. But I'm, I don't. I'm not going to crucify the no, pick. The, unless... like it's it's more about. I just think there were better options rather than like I don't I think. Agree. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, who else did you think had a good draft? Uh, I'll stay in the division. Go with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's uh, right up next for me as well. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about this on our last episode, but the the Jerry Tillery pick in the first round is one of our favorite fits. We we wanted that pick from before the combine. So that just makes me so happy, and he just he's going to slide right in there in the middle, just compliment that whole group so well. And then they come back in, on day two, and Nazir Adderley, he slid a bit. <laughs> just another amazing maybe, fit. Maybe my favorite pick fit of the draft. I think he is too, man. Like, like you just you put him beside Derwin James. You give him to Gus Bradley. You get that center field. Oh, like that, they, could, they have the potential to be the best safety duo in the league. And I'll what if? That. What if I told you he's wearing 32 just like Eric Weddle did? That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I'll be okay 32 and 33 at safety. That's pretty Him good. Him and Derwin. Yeah. I, I don't you're, mind it. I think that's pretty good. What do you mean? Okay. F you. You're the number person, and you don't think that him wearing Eric Weddle's Chargers jersey and wearing one digit down from Derwin is, isn't swag? You know, I, I don't love the thirty three, but it, it, Derwin, Derwin's making it happen. Okay, I'm I, done. I'm done with this conversation. You're just stupid. <laughs> uh, di- yeah, Nasir Adderley, pretty much the perfect <laughs> center fielder for Gus Bradley. Going to compliment yeah. Derwin James perfectly. The one pick that stood out that I didn't like that much was Trey Pipkin's ninety first. I, I he's agree. Comp- he's he's like the Desmond Harrison of this class. Yeah, and taking him in the third round is bo- like freaky athleticism. Tons of upside, but like a guy who can't play in the NFL for probably two years. Yeah, I, I don't love this pick either. But uh, and when and, you, and they're they're like they're Super Bowl competitors, and this could have yeah. been to me a guy who can contribute right away um, in the third round. Especially with, with the like, way the Yadney Kajust on the board. That's very true. I know, but I think we were both higher than him on him than the NFL, obviously. But like, like I would have taken a Doga over him, which was the very next pick. Yeah, because I think um, like the the they're definitely looking for a future starting right tackle and um, like Bobby Evans went a little later. I, I think he's better suited on the inside of the line, but probably would have been a better. tackle. I thought that was an overdraft too, though. I he's a fourth round guy for me, but yeah. Um, uh, back to the Chargers. Drew Tranquil yeah. in the fourth round, a guy we both would have I think yeah. banged the table for. Yeah. Either going to be a, a stud on specials for them, but also gives them Denzel Perriman insurance, who's yep. often injured. Uh, Easton Stick, that that felt too good to be true. I know. Okay, I love Easton Stick, and I think this is probably the best landing spot for him. Yeah, well, my comp for is Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's their QB, too. Stick can be groomed behind him. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty great. Either you got, like, a, like you bet on him a little bit, maybe start for you, but when, it when? comes to worse. When? Not this year, in the future. You think okay? Now you're being unrealistic. Like he's I a long-term backup. He's never going to be an to NFL s- starter. I was about to say, worst comes to worst, he's your long-term backup. I'm just saying, let's not like, like spot start. Round. You mean? 
Yeah, like, see what you got in him. But at the worst comes the worst. You got a very good long-term backup. Okay, you're on it. No, because you're saying it like he's Philip Rivers' future replacement. No, he's not going to be. No, he's Tyrod Taylor's future replacement. Yeah. As the QB2. Uh, and then, sixth round, Emeke uh, Agbile, who's one of my favorite players. Um, kind of played everywhere for the Houston Cougars. Quite athletic. Uh, can stick his hand in the dirt and pass rush. Can play overhang. Just versatility. He's going to be good mm-hmm. on specials. Um, and then Cortez Broughton in the seventh round. Very pass great. rushing three tech type. Really nice I fit. Th- yeah. Again, just the only pick is the Pipkins pick. And, like, with the whole group of tackles it's not that terrible but it's not good you know what i mean yeah then there's like other teams that were like a pick or two away from having like a really high grade for me so i'll let you throw another name out there and we'll that well just like playing off that it felt yeah. that way for a lot uh yeah. a lot of these classes it would be like this is a really good class except for one or two uh picks or um it would be like a terrible class, except oh, in the fourth round they got really good value there. <laughs> exactly, like that type of thing. It was like you couldn't fully crucify anybody or fully and completely pray. Like even the Cardinals, whose draft I loved, like just the Josh Rosen thing was, I thought pretty, uh, pretty tough to look yeah, at. I know. So if you want to throw another name out, uh, I thought next. the Saints got awesome bang for their buck. I think they did too. I think they did too. Um, um, they like okay. They obviously no first round pick. The, I, but then when you look at it like this, I thought they got kind of fleece trading up in the second round. Yeah, they paid a lot to get up, and that's not great. But just in terms of player selection, um, I like Eric McCoy in the second round gives you your like Max Unger replacement, long term starting center. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of potential there to be. I think a Pro Bowl type player. Um and then in the fourth round they like they didn't pick again to the fourth round and this this pick kind of felt like Justin Reed to the Texans in the third round last yeah, year yeah that's that's a good uh good callback yeah for sure um where they got uh Chauncey Gardner Johnson who should probably end up their starting nickel right away I agree and like it just again we we the way we talk with Chauncey he's gonna help your the back end of your football team uh either a nickel or at safety whatever you need bit of both. I think that's a great pick. I don't know why he slid that far. Apparently, some um, yeah, apparently he's not good in interviews. Bad interviews, exactly. And Which not super surprising. And it's no, but I, I really don't care when you're getting that. Caliber yeah, and in the fourth player, round, so. who cares? Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and again, a guy who I thought could have, I think we both thought could have gone in the first round. Yeah, uh, and can play like you said, safety or nickel. Uh, probably ends up doing a bit of both for them. Yep. Just with the yep. how their uh, DB group lays out. Sixth mm-hmm. round, they get Saquon Hampton, who I think can be a nice third safety, provide some special teams upside. Yep. Uh, seventh round, Elise Mack. I like, I like bet- that pick. I-, I like betting on him in the seventh round where you Me don't too. need him to play right away. Like, he can be your third tight end. Uh, Me too. And you're betting on the athleticism and the flashes of upside. He never put it all together at Notre Dame, but, like, he's got the skill set. Yep. Uh, and then Caden Ellis, Idaho linebacker, I think she's going to be a freaky special teams guy. Definitely, like, I think uh, if you want to jump to another team that didn't have a first, uh, the Rams did a really good job for what they had. Uh, I thought you it, don't I agree? Think, uh, they're all right. I, I mean, I like the Bobby Evans pick, the Greg Gaines pick, I thought those were pretty bad picks. Um, yeah, not great. But, like, it, it makes up for them with the Taylor Rapp pick, in my opinion, the David Long pick, the David Edwards pick in the fifth. 
I think that yeah. especially compared to last year. Like think you've, last you've got year. your right tackles starting long term. Like David Edwards is fine. I didn't think it was a perfect fit or anything. I know, um, but I like the players. They, so. they didn't. They didn't address their edge or linebacker edge. issues. Uh, I thought like it was like I thought Raps uh, a very good pick. Uh, like th- I didn't love doubling down, tripling down on a running back when that's you're a proven team to like. I, as much as I love Darrell Henderson, I yeah. think the value at seventy is pretty good for running back. But it just it felt like they ignored their their needs, and you shouldn't always draft for need. But I didn't love the position attack for them. Like I, thought it was I understand. A, like I thought I, it was like a B draft. That, yeah, that's fine. The Henderson, I was just saying for teams to dance first. Uh, the Henderson pick, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what it means about Todd Gurley. But um, I any think other the, ones you really liked? For, the Browns are pretty good for the Miami first too. You want to talk about the Browns? Are they on your list? No, they had a she draft. Oh, they yeah, took Sionic Takataki in the third. Yeah, round. didn't like that pick. Uh, I don't know. Fine, like see everyone else I had on my list. It just like it was like a pick away. I think okay. Like if, well, I'll, I'll jump in then. I I've got two more: Titans and Washington. I yeah, Washington. That was like my big pick away example because of the Bryce Love pick. But let's work through this. But it was I mean fourth round, good fit. Just they just have a bunch of running backs, and he's like not actually worth a fourth round pick. But you it's, got it's Dwayne Haskins' pick, yeah. value at fifteenth. Fifteen is incredible. Yep. You trade back up. You get Montez Sweat right where he should go. Yeah. Uh, perfect compliment opposite Ryan Kerrigan. Terry McLaurin, you get Haskins, a guy he's played with who can yeah. create separation downfield and is also a really big time route runner. Uh, fourth round, you shouldn't have taken Bryce Love, but you did. Yeah. Um, the, I don't love that. I thought Wes Martin was a sneaky, cool pick because I've been a Wes Martin guy for a while. Uh, I think like he could potentially compete to uh, start at guard down the road for them. Um, Ross Piersbacher, good depth player on the inside. Yeah, they needed this, the center help too. Yeah, uh, Cole Holcomb, he's going to be sweet on specials. He's just freaky athletic. Uh, sixth round, you get Kelvin Harmon. <laughs> yeah. Kelvin Harmon is what they hope Josh Doxson would be. And yeah. I think Kelvin Harmon can legitimately compete to start with uh, like a top four of him, McLaurin, Trey Quinn, Paul Richardson. Yep, and I think suddenly that group it looks pretty damn good, and like it, with all the athleticism, quote unquote, questions with Harmon, like you get him the sixth round. I'm not like that's a great pick. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then seventh round, Jimmy Moreland, I think can compete to start at nickel for like half the teams in the NFL. Yep. Uh, and there's also talk of him maybe playing a little bit of safety, which is interesting. Um, and then I thought late. Second last pick, Jordan Brailford, the edge from Oklahoma State, is a nice depth player, a guy who kind of played all over the front seven for uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I agree. Um, that, that that for sure. Like that, it was just the Bryce Love pick. That's that but the, you're getting like, Calvin Harmon in the sixth round, Jimmy Moreland in the seventh. But you're gonna draw the line at Bryce Love in the fourth. Oh, they're on my list. I'm not criticizing the draft. I'm just. Oh, I thought you're that. saying you wouldn't put them on your list because of that. Oh no no, they were just like in my next little grouping. Oh, okay, I, I thought tough. I think the two best drafts were Washington and Arizona. Uh, like, they're up there. Like I said, I you know the Dolphins did good in my opinion too, especially with the Josh if, if you pick. factor in the Rosen pick, yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's Logan's like I, I was just trying to like do it like like the same way that I didn't want to. 
take into account too much that the Cardinals the gave Cardinals. Josh Rosen for Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Yeah. But, like, just straight draft class. But, yeah, even then, the Dolphins, I thought Dieter and Wilkins are both going to start for them for a decade. Yeah. Um, Van Ginkle's okay. I think he I fits them. It's uh, an okay fit, but... Uh, I, I think it's a bad pick, too. But, I mean, like, whatever. Uh, Prince is a pretty good pick in the late six. I got no issues with that. He might have to play because their offensive line is <laughs> so bad. I know. Uh, I don't like drafting fullbacks. But I like the pick of Miles Gaskin in the seventh a lot. So. There's a, a handful of... Which makes me hate early running back picks even more, where there's, like, a spring, a late day three running back picks. I was like, that's a good pick. Like, Gaskin yeah. can be that, maybe not fully their James White, but he can be that type of player yeah. with the Pat staff coming over, yep. in my mind. I think the, the running back group is pretty uh, solid. Inter- interesting and versatile between him, yep. Drake, and Balazs. Yep. Uh, I, I also thought the Titans had a really good uh, draft. Obviously, they took the bet on Jeffrey Simmons, who I think is a top five player in the class. He's going to miss both, his whole rookie year. Yeah. So, like, I get why that would hold some people back from saying they had a great class because they're not going to see him. But the uh, yeah, I agree. But the, the the fit and the talent is really good. Yeah, it's hard to ignore that. AJ Brown. Uh, I didn't like v- this pick. Very very solid. Yeah. Uh, like right where he sh- around where he should go. I, I like th- I, exactly. Yeah. I thought that was important. Um where he wasn't way overdrafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, and, and my my only qualm with that is they sign Adam Humphrey, so who's going to play on the outside? Who's going to play in the slot? Exactly, yeah. But once they I figured- would have liked a guy that complimented Humphreys and Corey Davis better. But Sorry? I would have liked a receiver that complimented Corey Davis and Humphreys better instead of like a mishmash, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, yeah. but then the receiver class just in general fell so weird. It, it felt very weird, yeah. Um, and then in the, in the third round, I thought Nick Davis is a perfect fit at guard for them. I like that fit too. Uh, like I could have seen him go going earlier too, and a little like a smidge of a reach for me, but no big deal. I like the fit a lot. Uh, and then Amani Hooker at 116th in the fourth round. Yep, that to me was a, a nasty steal. It's a big steal for me too. I that the back end of their like their secondary is really strengthening up now. Like. And, and, like, he could compete to start right away for them. Um, the whole group is pre- pretty versatile, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he He's just a really good football player. Like, to me, he's the Desmond King of this DB class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got uh, fifth round, DeAndre Walker, who there was talk that he would go really high in, like, yeah. third round. Yeah. This is right where I thought he should go. Mm-hmm. Maybe like even later than I th- like I thought like one forties ish. They mm-hmm. get him at one sixty eight. He reminds me a ton of Derek Morgan, who obviously has been a long time Titan. I think he's gonna be a really nice run defender for them. Um, and then uh, David Long, da- yeah, David Long in the sixth. I think it's uh, good fit. Good, good fit. Value. Yeah, adds a lot of speed. Yep. Um, and then I uh, yeah, I just thought they added a bunch of guys who are gonna be contributing right away. No, I think it's a good class. I think it's a good class too. Just that the Brown pick sours me a bit, but like he's at least he's not a bad football player, right? So, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it for me. I think uh, in terms of best classes, do you have anybody else? You uh, like, there's no one that I really think <laughs> like this. Like, I didn't hate the Packers, but the Gary pick, like, yeah. I um, know. I, I didn't. I kind of like Carolina's. I thought the, my only thing that held me back was, 
Like taking Greg Will Little. Greer and, and Greg Little with your second with and third round pick. Exactly. But like getting uh Christian Miller in the fourth helps that a lot. And then like I didn't like the Scarlet pick, but then I like the Dennis Daly pick a lot. And the, the Terry Godwin pick makes sense late. Like you know what I mean? It's just those couple ones. Uh the Vikings again, like the the Madison pick ruins it, but it was a good class. Um, Patriots did pretty well. I, like, those are my like yeah. There's just a couple couple one or two picks that like just kind of ruin the classes for me. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, who do you think had the worst class? Uh, so I think the, the, I'm going to go with the New York Giants number one. Oh, I like they they end up getting some I, really good. I, like they're on my list, but they ended up salvaging themselves a little bit. They did, and like like Houston, it's Houston and the Giants for me. But I get, they both kind of had those. Yeah, sorry. Houston for me. Houston for me. Like I, in my mind, at least the Giants. They had three first round picks. Yeah. I don't think Daniel Jones is anything. At least like they got two starters, and I think DeAndre Baker went right around where he should go. That's fair. I like again. Lawrence was a reach for me there, and the fit is Julian Love was a massive steal in my mind. Yes, that's Love was a great pick. Zimini's uh, is a was a fine pick. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Connolly, Matt, Slayton don't really like. I, I thought I thought the Slay- them addressing receiver that late and with him, I was not into. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That I don't like that Slayton pick. I don't like it all. Um, I like the Ballantyne pick a lot. I Ballantyne's think he can develop into a starter. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chris Slayton's fine, and uh, George. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's not very good at all. I don't think he'll make yeah, the Kentucky tackle. But the, um, the whole, like the whole thing is the Daniel Jones and even the Lawrence. I don't love, but the, Julian Love helps a lot for sure. I think my, I think those thing, are yeah. My thing with the Titans is their first three picks are all complete projects. Titus Howard, Lonnie Johnson, Max Sharping. The, the Texans, yeah, exactly. Like to me, Sharping's the most ready to play. <laughs> and like I thought he was gonna be a Billy Turner type offensive lineman where it's like yeah. you could start a handful of games at guard or tackle for the season, but you like you'd rather him be like your swing tackle than your starter. Yeah. Okay, so starting at the top, Titus Howard was a massive reach. Uh by like a hundred picks. Yeah, if yeah, a hundred picks. <laughs> I'm not surprised to see him because we heard some rumblings, but this team needs offensive line help so badly. Why are you taking project offensive linemen? And I think the Eagles definitely stole their guy, Andre Dillard. But like, they they probably it would have been worth just giving up a pick and hopping them, or you know what I mean, just be a little more proactive in getting your guy instead of sitting and reaching like this. Yes, um, Lonnie Johnson again. You said it. Total project reach for me too. <laughs> I don't I don't love that. Sharping, agree. Another reach, but the most ready of the three. So that's that's a very bad start to the draft. You want to pick it up? Uh, I thought. What saved them overall? Yeah, uh, Collie Waring in the third round. Yeah, who who is one of my favorite tight ends, right around where he should go, and I think he can be their long term starting tight end. And I think it's a really round, good fit. Yeah, what? It's a really good fit, and him and Thomas are going to complement each other nice. Uh, and then the fifth round, Charles Amenihu from Texas, versatile defensive lineman who I loved. I borderline thought uh, could go in the first round. Obviously, fell all the way to the fifth. Big Adds a ton of versatility. Adds a ton of versatility on their defensive line for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, can play five tech, can play uh, true edge, can play three yep. tech, just can play everywhere. Six round, I thought Xavier Crawford was another nice pick. I think he can be a starting nickel down the road. And then they drafted a fullback. But yeah. that, no, don't, all don't Patriots, all Patriots ex coaches draft fullbacks. <laughs> I know. Don't stop doing that. Uh, who's your Who's your next one? Um, I thought both. 
We already uh, we like we, we named Texans and Giants. I have two more: the Falcons and the Bucks. I have both of those as well. So let's let's go through the Falcons. I think they're the third worst. And uh, like the, the Falcons are usually a team. I, like I come away walking, I walk away from the draft thinking they had a really good draft. And but. even and, and usually if they do kind of reach on a guy, you're not yeah. totally surprised because you know like it's generally pretty obvious what the Falcons like. They like big athleticism. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like they definitely attacked that in this. It just to me it was the wrong guys in the yeah. with the wrong value. So at Lynch, with Chris Lindstrom, yes, it's a slight reach, but I'm not going to knock that pick at all. I love I, Chris Lindstrom. I, me too. Like I, at least like I think Lindstrom was more of a guy who goes in the th- early 30s. I agree with that. I but agree. I I believe he can be a Pro Bowl guard. Exactly. Uh, and their offensive line, especially on the interior, needed a revamp. Exactly. Even though they, t- it just also it looks worse because of the signings. Yeah, like, I know. It does. But, yeah, Lindstrom can be a Joel Batonio-type guard. So that's why I'm not going to criticize that pick, especially when you look at the rest of this draft. It's just, yeah, because he's the best pick by miles and miles. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and then at 31, they trade back in, and they take Washington tackle kill McGarry, who I think can be a starting right tackle in the league. But I Me thought too. he was closer to the 100th pick than the 31st pick. Me too. And, th- again, they signed Tyson Brillo. They signed Jamal Brown. They sh- signed James Carpenter. They paid all those guys starter money and then yeah. drafted these guys. So now they just have a bunch of overpaid offensive linemen on the team as well. Yeah. So it just looks weird. Uh, fourth round, they go Kendall yeah. Sheffield, the Ohio State corner, who's a super freaking nice athlete, but he never really developed at Ohio State, never turned into much in my yeah. mind, and he's hurt. Yeah. Um, and they, they then – this was not surprising that they wanted mm-hmm. John Kaminsky from Charleston. Massive athlete, but so far from being NFL ready. I agree. I'm not a big John Kaminsky fan at all. Go, go watch the Senior Bowl. It's not great. He hits thrown. Yeah. Uh, fifth round, Quadre Allison, the pit running back. Not even bad the best pick. running back at pit. I know. And, like, not very athletic and not the type of running back. I Like, I thought they'd be looking for, yes, some size at running back. But it's not like Tevin Coleman was a massive running back. He was more of, like, Dexter Williams. Slasher. Like they should have yes. taken Dexter Williams. Um, yeah. Then Jordan and, Miller, I kind of low key like that. Once no, I think that's a solid pick. Yeah, Miller uh, often hurt Washington, right? Yeah, but um, when he's putting it together, uh, yeah. Marcus Green made a lot of sense. They did this last year, kind of with Russell Gage. Yeah. Uh, they like taking, and they had Taylor Gabriel before then. They even signed all. Uh, um, oh, I can't say his name. They signed from Virginia. Oh, Zacchaeus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the kind of bit fourth fifth type receiver who does a bunch yep. of stuff. Marcus Green's that type, like Jakeem Grant type. Yeah, that, that so pick that makes sense Marcus. to me. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, there's just too many reaches on athletic upside that is so far from ready. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay? <laughs> okay, so De- Devin White makes a lot of sense for what they were looking for. Um, we always knew they wanted him. Just fifth yeah. was so rich. Like, he went yeah. ahead of where Roquan Smith went. Roquan Smith is so much better. It's not close, in my opinion. But yeah. yeah. Like, so that wasn't awesome. Like, Devin White, if you took if you took him at 20, I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. That's a really good pick. Yeah. Uh, Sean Bunting at 39. Top, like, he screams Todd Bowles' corner. Yeah. I like Sean Bunting. I think he's going to develop into a starter. Athletic, physical, big. A little bit early for me, but I can live with it. Yeah, but, I, I, I expect him to go in the second round, so like it's fine. With exactly. Him. But then coming back and going corner again, 
and yeah. Jamel Dean, who, uh, if he wasn't always hurt, probably would have been justified in the third round. But he, he has such a bad injury history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think if he stays healthy and all these things, he can develop into a starting corner potentially. But, like, now are you just throwing out Carlton Davis? Yeah. Now are you just throwing out, like, you keep drafting. And then and they also took Mike Edwards, who I also really like, the Kentucky DB. So they go three DBs in a row with three top 100 picks after yeah. taking Jordan Whitehead, MJ Stewart, and Carlton Davis last year. Last year. And then and, it, can... and it's not even... It's not even like it, like, obviously it's a new coaching staff, but it's not like it's a new front office. No, I know. And then, like, Evans two years ago, and uh, obviously Vernon Hargraves the year before. Like, they're just throwing picks at the secondary, and, like, I don't really trust a lot and of these the, guys. And they're not giving the guys at least a solid shot to develop. Chance. I know, exactly. So, like, I thought Carlton Davis flashed a bit last year. I think Carlton Davis is like a better... I like Carlton Davis. I think he's a better version of what they think they're getting in Jamel Dean, but it's less athletic. Cool. I, yeah. I um, agree. And I think Mike Edwards and uh, uh, MJ Stewart are similar uh, nickel types. But like, MJ Stewart just, was a big reach last year, too. Yeah, like, I, I, and I don't think Edwards was a reach here. I just think, like, I, you now have, like, seven DBs. I mean... One, Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, Mike Edwards, Justin Evans, Vernon Hargraves, uh, MJ Stewart, Jordan Whitehead. Yeah, so eight DBs who you've spent yeah. fairly major draft capital on. Top 100, all of them except for Jordan Whitehead, who was like 120-ish, I believe. Yeah, off the top of my head. yeah. I like Whitehead, though. So. 117. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like you, you're, you're not even going to keep all these guys probably. No, you're not. So and like, again, like, some of the guys I liked, and a lot of these guys were reaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had yeah, other posi- – like, they, they needed to address the offensive line. Yeah. yeah and they just they didn't. Did. They didn't at all. Like, they couldn't even bother to use a uh, day three pick on an offensive lineman. Day three no. – Anthony Nelson was a really good pick, I thought. I think that's a really good pick, too. Yeah. But, like, you're going to develop him into your starting five tech. I'm super cool with that. And then yeah. you draft a kicker. You The Buccaneers can't be drafting fucking kickers this close <laughs> to having drafted Robbie Aguayo in the second goddamn round. I know. I know. I don't like – I like Matt Gay, but I don't like drafting kickers. So you, I, Honestly, I, I don't believe in drafting kickers or punters. If yeah. you're going to do it, do not do it before the, the 200th pick. Hey, Mitch Wisnowski is the first guy signed, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then Scott Miller in the six is like, uh, that's kind of like a poor man's Hunter Renfro in this draft. And yeah. you got him like 60 picks after Renfro. Yeah. Like, that's not a great value, especially no. when, like, just I know, Stan- I know Stanley Morgan Jr. has got, like, off-field stuff, but take him. Or take Jacoby and- Myers. Take some one of the slots. Who can yeah. run routes? Not Scott Miller. Uh, and then Beckner in the seventh, I was fine with. That's fine. Yeah, you're bidding on a guy that came into Mizzou, five star recruit, and whatever. No mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah, but but yeah, that's a bad group. Uh, like I'll it, the Raiders. It, it, yeah, sorry, it, with the Bucks, it was more about not necessarily the talent and where they took uh, where they took him. It was just the positional need didn't make any sense. Scott Light uh, seems like he doesn't have a plan. Jason Light. Jason. Why did I call him Scott? Uh, Jason Light doesn't does looks like he doesn't have a plan. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. This is this uh, is the, and, and he bought himself more time by hiring this staff, and uh. he did. And I think they probably should have let him go. But hey, uh, I'll throw the Raiders out. I disagree. I thought they, they had a really, sh- 
they really you once you look at the context of the whole draft, I don't really yeah. have that much of an issue with it. No, I think that's fair. I just wanted to talk about. Like them. I thought um, it was a B ish draft. I'm trying to find it. I, I it'll probably be like a C plus. But you're right though. It what? looks a lot better. You think the, you think it was a, a C plus? I said ish. I don't know. That, I haven't done my like, grades well, yet. We'll see when we do AFC. That's West. what like I gave the Bucks. Oh no, the Bucks are worse than that, in my opinion. Uh, anyways. Yeah, they, they they came back and did like it's not a bad class. It's just they it, what they got. Uh, okay, I, truly the only absolute overdraft in my mind was Trayvon Mullen. I agree. I don't like that Mullen. Like Farrell Farrell Jacobs. I mean, ignoring context and positional value with Jacobs, you got your mm-hmm. starting running back. Farrell's gonna be a good football player. Like Farrell was a top twenty player at least. I know you yeah. overdrafted him, but but if, yeah I, yeah. They want his leadership. Abram, same idea. Leadership I think guy. he can be Keanu Neal. Like, I don't love the positional value of those guys, but getting Max Crosby at 106, like that a lot. Morrow yeah. at 137, and Renfro at 149, I thought it was a lot of good fit picks versus value, but yeah. I can live with that versus and like Even neither. Isaiah Johnson's a fine risk in the fourth round. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, you can bet on that there, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's... And, it's not good, but uh, I mean, sorry, it's not great, but it's not terrible. I don't think Isaiah John. I that's right. No, the, Ra- I had the Raiders draft. Oh, sorry. yeah, no, I, I think it was a B. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be lower than that. We'll see when we start doing that. What? Well, what do you mean? I already did it. You can read no, that on, on, on AmSureAllAmericans.com. Yeah, but we're gonna oh. do it on the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we do. Uh, okay, done with that. Unless you got any more. No, I'm good. You're just trying to Mike Mayock for some reason. I don't get that. That's fucked up. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Raiders have my A-plus draft. Favorite pick by round. Yeah, this was also tough to do one. Okay, first I, round, I'll go with Ed Oliver. Okay, I, I, I didn't go with him because I was hoping you would. Okay, cool. <laughs> I also wanted to, like, this isn't my actual pick, but partially Kyler Murray just because we get that fun and we got Rosen out of there so we can have oh, that fun too. I kind of Some of these were just, like, I'm not saying it's the best pick, but it's like I love this pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my second round. My, my favorite, my my real favorite pick by the first round from the first round is either Garrett Bradbury or Jerry Tillery. I think both those picks are great. Yeah. Okay. Second round was really tough because a lot of there's really a lot fun of fun people slid. There's a lot of them. I so I went with my favorite because it's my favorite team. I want DK Metcalf going to the Seahawks. Okay, good. So I don't have to say it because I, yeah. I I want to pick that too. So I'll, I'll go with either. It's tough again because two of my favorite players in the draft came in the second round: Byron Murphy at 33 to the Cardinals, yeah. and Debo Samuel at 36 to the Niners. But also Nazir Adderley at 60 Adderley. to the Chargers. I think uh, the Jaguars getting Juwan Taylor in the second instead of having to take him seventh. Yeah, That's and that great. fit that fits so fun. Cody Ford instead of hopping to the first. Like there's like a like I would say the second round had the most fun picks. I like the second round a lot. The second round's tough for me. Yeah. Uh, Third round. Uh, Chase Winovich going to the Patriots. Good. You go with one edge. I'll go with my 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 other. Uh, Jukai Polite. Like we talked about earlier. We know I love him to the Jets at 68. If he keeps it together, like that's gonna be such a sweet steal. Yeah, and I think Winovich is just exactly what the Patriots love, and they it was a need. It was just a great fit. Uh, I like Justin Lane. The Steelers getting him there after slipping a bit. I think that's a good pick. I think I think it looks even better too when you see yeah. how uh, the, like the longer Long athletic went. corners, how early yeah. some of them went, and they got him yeah. at eighty three. I think. Uh, I also hey, I like Deontay Johnson, even though I know yeah. it was a reach. I th- just I trust my Steelers on receivers, and he fits exactly what they generally like. 
especially back receivers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like David Long in the third too. Quickly, sorry. Uh, so, fourth sorry, round, I gotta who, go. Chauncey. Who, what? Chauncey who else Gardner, did Johnson. you like in the third round? David Long by the Rams. I like David. Long. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fourth round, Chauncey Gardner Johnson is my number one. But there's a lot of guys I like here. So yeah, I, I, that's who I also have. But I also put my guy Max Crosby to the Raiders at one hundred six. Tranquil makes me happy. We talked about that pick. Uh, I think Rennell Wren is just an amazing fit for the Bengals. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't too. put it because I'm mad that he got him. I know. Uh, red wine, I think that's going to be really fun for the Brownies. I wish they uh, didn't take Tacky Tacky at top 100 because their draft would have been up there. Their draft, yeah, I know. I agree. Like, um, Mac Wilson is a better linebacker in my mind, and they got him 155. But at least they got him. I, I think they came up with a good draft. But, yeah, that the Tacky Tacky pick was weird. Uh, Christian Miller falling to the uh, Panthers is nice. Yeah, and Hakeem Butler to the Cardinals. I mean, yeah, fourth round was a good round too. Yeah, uh, fifth round. Who you got? I'll go with Amani Oruari first and foremost because that's a again. I don't know why he slipped. Um, and I think that's a really good fit for him. Uh, I'll go with Deontay Thompson. We know why he slipped. You talked about the knee thing earlier. Yeah, I just love that the Cardinals are, are building themselves to win with the passing game and by stopping the passing game. Th- it's going to be super fun to watch the Cardinals. And Hunter Renfro, because yeah. you had Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams. Hunter Renfro is going to eat on those little underneath routes. Yeah. That, the receiving core is coming together. Um, two more names. Oh, Manny, who we mentioned. That's great. And I think Cashman's. They're just two really good value picks. Yeah. Sixth round? Well, we talked about Kelvin Harmon. I love that a lot. I, again, I think he's going to be a starting receiver for them. If you want to just alternate, because i got a couple names. Go uh I mentioned Keyshawn Johnson earlier with the Cardinals. They get mm-hmm. him at 174. He gets to be their route runner, uh, can play inside or outside. I just think he's such a smooth route runner. He'll he'll find his way open there. I'm going to go with like a pair of tackles because with the way the tackle class fell, I think they're good value. Ole Udo, come from, from Elon. If you're, He's one of my favorite upside tackles. I... I I might have bet on him. I like I like betting on him here in the six better than I like betting on Titus Howard in the first a lot. I like Dennis Daly in the six too. I, like I think Dennis it was like Daly a, was good. I like I, I Udo was like my two hundred and fifty fifth player. I didn't miss whatever. I, I had him in the six, but I kind of like him. I think he can, and it's a good landing spot for him. He can go in and try to see what they got with him. I think Daly's a good pick too, and the fit of Darwin Thompson's really fun. But uh, then they got Booby Williams too. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, my guy Tim Harris. Uh, sixth yeah. round to the Niners. I thought that was the perfect team for him, just for what they've they've been looking for with like the Seahawk vibe at corner length and mm-hmm. athleticism. Um, yeah. I I really am very happy. Like I know I want him to go way higher, but I'm happy that's where he landed. Yeah. Uh, seventh round. So there's a couple we named already, so I won't say those ones. Uh, Dylan Mitchell to the Vikings. I got that. That was my number one. Just yeah. because the fit's really nice and the value's mm-hmm. incredible. Like you were a lot higher on Mitchell than I was, like, I but thought, it's even for even for me good value. Like I thought he was a fourth round guy. Yeah, and I I love the fit. I me like too. the fit a lot. Um, and he fits with the like, obviously not to the same extent as Diggs and Thielen, but the mm-hmm. ability to play in the slot and uh, outside and run routes and stretch the field a little bit. Like he's a worse version type of that. Yeah, um, we said Mac. I like that pick for the Saints. Jimmy Warland was nice by Washington. I like the Gaskin pick for the Dolphins. Yeah. I'll say Jordan Brown by the Bengals. I like Jordan Brown I thought a that lot. was a very quietly nice pick. Yeah, me too. Like, he so might not like, play for a while just because he got a lot of corners, but, like, I I thought I really thought he would go, like, fourth, fifth. 
Me too, because he's, he's just pretty clean, man. Yeah. Very smooth guy. Uh, I also got Dogby, the, who yeah. the Cardinals took 249. I think he can mm. really contribute on their D-line. Uh, just quickly, uh, favorite UDFA? Number one? Oh, God. Uh, I kind of love Jacoby Myers of the Patriots, man. Yeah, uh, I, was, I hate that they got that. I know. Me too. Uh, me too. For, of me, for me, of course, Divine Ezekbo to the Saints. Yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, he's that's, my number two. that's such a like he's gonna be there, Mark Ingram. Bye bye, Latavius Murray. Lots of good UDFA pickups, as we said. Yeah, because like the draft just fell bizarre. All right, uh, you want to quickly go through some some of the biggest reaches? Yeah, uh, Daniel Jones, obviously to me. Uh, Gettleman tried to act like there was teams drafting him before seventeen, but uh, apparently that's not true. <laughs> Uh, Titus Howard killed McGarry, Rashawn yeah. Gary. I thought were all pretty big reaches in the first round. Yeah, the Gary one, it, it's a reach to me, but I'm not surprised at all. I uh, just don't like the fit. Like, if you're going to reach on Rashawn Gary, at yeah. least know what you're doing with him. And they just, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Uh, second round, Drew Sample? Yeah, that, that was that was maybe the worst pick of the, of the whole draft. I don't understand that at all. And I hated Madison in the third round, too, the running back from Boise State. I don't get that. What else do you got? Um, Lonnie Johnson, Max Sharpie. It's a lot of yeah. tread here. Trevon yeah. Mullen. Oh, Josh Oliver, the Jags at Yeah, 69. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I don't... Like, there I some get people... your, the size yeah. and athleticism, but, like, I didn't yeah. think he was that great. Like, he's Tyler Higby, like, all upside, really low floor. Yeah. Where'd you have him on your board? If you can... Uh, off the top of your head. I always have my board open. Fool. Thank you. Uh, as I can't open it, <laughs> I have him two hundred and eighty third. I I was okay. not a fan. No, I had him in the sixth round. Okay, so cool. We were, um, we're about the same. I mentioned Taki Taki, who I think is going to be a good special yeah. teams linebacker. But like, I yeah. I don't know. I thought like they could have used that pick to address the tackle position more than that linebacker mm-hmm. spot. Especially, obviously, they didn't know they get Mac Wilson in the fifth round. But yeah. you know, uh, Jalen for- Ferguson in the third round to the Ravens. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised know. they did it. Cody Barton to the Seahawks in the third. <laughs> yeah, I hate that pick. Bember Curvin, better player later. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And p- people like seem to think linebacker's a big need. I mean, I, I don't, mm, don't really yeah. agree. Pipkins we mentioned, Dexter Lawrence we mentioned. LJ Collier I thought was a bit of a reach, but at least What'd I you understand think it. Yeah, what did you think about the Hurd pick? About, Sorry, about the who pick? Jalen Hurd to the Niners. Who? Jalen Hurd? Oh, uh, sorry, you're cutting out a lot. No, uh, I, I, I like that Shanahan's the one doing it, but the third round was really rich. Yeah, me too. I agree. And, and going receiver back to back, I did yeah. love. Just because, like, you know, you're gonna get Dante Pettis, Debo Samuel, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Trent Taylor. Like, you know, you can trust that group. Mm-hmm. I know you want something different with Jalen Hurd's size and versatility, and like they're gonna probably line him up all over the place. But you yeah. can do the lineup all over the place thing with Debo Samuel already. Yeah, I agree. What well, what was your next one going to be? Uh, I was going to say Greg Little thirty seven was getting some love from people. I didn't like that Ooh. at all. No, it's I mean because I I'm think not he's a right. I think it. he's a right tackle in the NFL. And we both talked about before how they have yeah. Taylor Moten and Daryl Williams, who are both good right tackles. I think Moten's better. Like yeah, one someone's going to have to play left tackle, and I don't think Greg Little's that great. Yeah, I I don't like that. I thought he was much. a third. Like, Mid third, late third. I was a little higher on him, but yeah, I'm I'm not surprised he went that high, but I don't love it at all. Yeah, uh, Marquise Blair to the Seahawks, but again, I understand that the, what they're yeah. trying to do there. I know. Um, 
you already mentioned Jalen Hurd. Tristan Tristan Hill of the Cowboys at fifty eight was way too rich. Yeah, but the, uh, Slater Jane Slater kept saying it was gonna happen. So. But like that, like he was like a hundred eighth on my board. They took him fifty yeah. eighth. He's got apparently bad stuff came out about him and like stuff like the reason he wasn't the starter at UCF and things mm-hmm. like yeah, bad um, work ethic and stuff. And too many people loving that pick, in my opinion. Like, oh, everyone's like, oh, Rod Marinelli's going to fix him, you know, like that type yeah. of stuff. Like, if they got him at 90, I would have been okay with it. But, like, Me, I agree. If they want, just like, a, like, take Draymond Jones there if you really want. I don't know. Uh, or trade back. Uh, Will Greer was a bad pick. Mitch Wisniewski was a bad pick. Austin <laughs> Bryant was a really bad pick. Yeah. I don't like Thorson. I know it's the fifth, but like, uh, yeah, I, I, I wrote his name down. His name's somewhere about being a bad pick on my list eventually. Yeah. Uh, uh, best value. Uh, bring off a couple guys. Yeah. Ed uh, Oliver, Jonah Williams, Dwayne Haskins, Brian. Yeah, Byrne. I wanted to. Av- I wanted to avoid the first round guys. I know. Uh, That's why I'm just running them off. Jeffrey Simmons. God, we mentioned all the guys. Yeah, right? I know. Her- Harmon, Chauncey, DK, Omenihu, Cashman, uh, Deontay Thompson, Dennis Daly, and Odoga. I like those ones a bit. Uh, who else? Do, like, just going off the board, let's yeah, see. Yeah, By- Byron Murphy, Juwan Taylor, yeah. Cody Ford. Greedy Williams, I thought, was a really nice fit with the Browns at 46. Oh, yeah. I like Irv Smith a lot. If they can move Kyle Rudolph for something, too, that'd be a really I like nice that fit one. a lot, that yeah. Irv Smith fit. Um, Michael Dieter, the Dolphins, I thought, really nice value there, there at 78. Yeah. Can play any I interior agree. spot. Uh, oh, Yadni Kajust to the Patriots. I was just like, damn it, because we're in on Kajust. And she's like, the things that need to be fixed, you trust Garnacki to fix, and he'll be the yep. starting right tackle in a few years. Yep. Um, I think that the Patriots had a pretty nice group, I think. You mentioned Red Wine earlier. Yeah, uh, I, Michael. I think the Cowboys Michael Jackson, Jackson, Jackson and Joe Jackson. Jackson. I was just about to say. Yeah. Those are both uh, later than I had them on my board. Uh, yeah. Both... Um, just good value. I think Michael Jackson can eventually start for them. Me Joe too. Jackson can be a rotational edge for them. Um, oh, Daylon Mack to the Ravens at one sixty. Yeah, I especially I'm surprised because like there wasn't too many nose tackles and I can't believe Greg Gaines went ahead of him. Me neither. Me neither. Ma- I like Mack. Him. Mack yeah. was getting two comparisons during the process: Brandon Williams and Michael Pierce. That's the Ravens' two <laughs> noses and. He goes there, and it's just like, Michael. I think Pierce is the free agent after the year, and it's just mm-hmm. like Dalen Max can slide in and replace him easy. Yeah. Um, Rodney Harrison, or sorry, Rodney Anderson <laughs> to the Bengals. It was weird that the Bengals yeah. doubled down on running back, but I just felt like they probably thought they couldn't pass on that value. Yep. Um, Mike Weber to the Cowboys, seventh round. I was going to say, I, I like the Cowboys day three. Me too. Uh, so I like I like Mike Weber and that I, I didn't like I thought the Tony Pollard fun. pick was bad but it's it's a I don't love it, like it but four, it's gonna be really fun four so. rounds too early because he should have gone undrafted no oh, no Pollard's better than that no he's not a good running back and he's not a good receiver like you're drafting him for his kick return ability yeah I like Mike Weber is a better running back than him I agree I like Mike Weber and then I thought like we mentioned Dylan Mitchell Cortez Broad and Michael Dogby the the usual suspects do you have anybody else there. No, I think that that's that's like everyone for me. Since we started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month 
Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. <laughs> Laying down $100, you've now got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G, promo code HEAVEN. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, it's, it's going to be more retread here, but... I know. <laughs> uh, best fits. So, uh, I, I, again, I wanted to avoid the first round, guys. Who didn't we hit yet? In the first round? No, no, I wanted to avoid them. Fuck it. We hit, like, so many of my guys. Well, I, um, I'll throw, I'll throw t- uh, two first-round guys we didn't really talk about. Or okay, maybe go. more than that. Nick Bosa. I mean, it's yeah. hard to argue with that just because that yeah. D-line is so stacked now. I thought Devin Bush to the Steelers was an awesome fit. I love that. I love that so much, yeah. Um, Darnell Savage with the Packers kind of finishing off the completion of that secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andre Dillard to the Eagles. I love all those fits. I think those are all really, really good picks. Uh, second round, uh, we hit it. Uh, Byron Murphy is awesome. Uh, Rocky Sin, I think, to the Colts is a great fit. Yeah, it's exactly uh, what Ballard likes in a corner. I know. Juwan Taylor, like I said earlier, uh, getting him at 35 oh, instead of 7. Go ahead. I got one that some people are upset about, but I wasn't. Jelani Tavea, okay. the linebacker from Hawaii to the Lions. <laughs> I thought yeah. perfect fit. I know it was like, for me, I'm higher on him than some people at least. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe a round early, but they, were, like, they knew the Pats would have taken him. Um, yeah. He's exactly what they need at Sam Linebacker. He's like a better Kyle Van Noy type. Uh, I like him as a Vontez Burfick, like enforcer, huge motor, can pass rush. I think that's going to be a sneaky good pick, even though I saw a bunch of people triggered on Twitter about it. Uh, Greedy to the Browns was awesome. I'm very excited. I thought combination of, like, that's good value at 46, obviously. Yeah. But... Also fit, but also if any team's going to get him to focus, and it's funny yeah. that I'm saying that about the Cleveland Browns. I know, I know. But, like, the comment, like, Miles Garrett, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, these guys are some of the hardest workers in the league. Denzel Ward, like, it's just, I think, perfect, and he's going to compliment Ward so much, especially because he's got the length. Yeah, I know. I, I like uh, Day two, I think the Patriots, Joan Williams and uh, Chase Wendovich are nice for them. Yeah, Juwan, yeah. Juwan being their length guy that they haven't had, like the really big length guy that they haven't really had uh, since Browner, I guess. But um, McCoy is nice for the Saints. Uh, Irv Smith. JJ Arcego Whiteside to the Eagles. Yeah, I like that fit too. I like, like JJ. So he's got the the ability to be the red zone threat and deep threat, kind of like Alshon type. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really like that having him, Alshon, Deshaun Jackson. And then you you don't have to rely on Nelson Aguilar nearly as much. I know. Uh, Deontay Johnson to the Steelers. We talked about that a little bit. David Montgomery to the Bears. Is I really was fun. literally about to say that. I thought <laughs> both both of us. I was he in your top fifty. He was in mine. Yeah, he he was a second round guy for me. Yeah. Okay. So both they got him like around later than we thought he was worth, mm-hmm. and to me, my my comp from was Cream Hunt. He, you're getting him with Matt Nagy. Yeah. Like he might be the perfect running back in this draft class for Matt Nagy to operate with. That uh, yeah, Tariq Cole and Montgomery and like Mike Davis is your third. That that's a really really fun trio. And like we know Montgomery can split out. He did it at Iowa State. You know Tariq Cohen can. Davis can be your powery guy. That's a really fun group. Um, we haven't talked about the Bears too much, but they they just came up with a really just between him and Riley Ridley, it was just such good bang for their buck. I know, and like Emmanuel Hall and UDFA, they had a really good UDFA group. Yeah, they did. Um, Kalen Saunders in the third to the Chiefs. 
I like that a lot too. Me yeah. too. Stick him beside Chris Jones. He he's stouter, uh, but has like big athletic upside. Upside, yeah. Justice Hill to the Ravens. I think everybody collectively was like, "Fuck, that's perfect." It's, yeah, I know, and it's great. Uh, even like I like them getting Boykin. I like them. I did. I thought that track. was a bad pick. That's one of my worst fits. Really, he doesn't like. I don't understand what you think you're gonna do with him. I guess uh, that's fair. It's gonna be weird to see how what they do with he the receivers. He doesn't separate well. I know he's big, but like, eh. big was, athleticism too. Um, but he doesn't separate. It doesn't translate. Yeah. Just get bodied on the field for a big guy. Yeah, but he plays the Steelers twice a year, so it's okay. What's that? Mean? Um, <laughs> uh, who else? I'm just going like Drew Samia to the Vikings. Phil Haynes, I thought. Perfect DJ Fluker, future replacement. Yes, I like that a lot, too. Hugo Amadi might have been my favorite Seahawks pick. You, I saw people, like, Seahawks people criticizing that pick, which oh, I totally he's disagree He's not 6'3". Well, yeah, he's playing nickel, idiot. No, even even people saying, like, oh, he's kind of a tight, tighter for a, a, a Seahawks nickel. I'm like, oh, I don't agree with. I think they're going to try him out at safety first, which, uh, whatever. I don't know about that, but I think he's going to find a home Why? Are they, nickel. But aren't they playing Blair at safety? Yeah, exactly. I think he's just he's, he's going to find a home as the nickel. I guarantee. Morrow to the Raiders, you get a nice blocking tight end with big athletic upside. Especially with how the tight ends fell, I think that's a really solid pick. Me too. Uh, Renfro, I mentioned Mac, I mentioned Menahue, Tim Harris, Jimmy Moreland. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst fits? <laughs> Matt Gay to the Buccaneers. Because <laughs> you should just not draft a kicker if you're the Bucs. Also, I'm going with the Tampa Bay, like the TBs. We already talked about that, but I just didn't like what they did. Well, well you group. just can't keep spending all your top 100 picks on DBs. Even if, uh, like, even, it just feels like such a waste. And uh, the, the, to me, they're ne- they've never been, like, really high-end. Like, okay, this is a good football player. Like, you know this is going to be a long-term starter guy. He's, they've never been that exact type. You know what I mean? It's always they're all kind of sketchy. Projects, exactly, exactly. Whether they're pro- either pro- like athletic upside projects or like I yeah. loved Carlton Davis, but obviously there's athleticism questions there. Yeah, I like same. I like Davis too, but yeah. Um, uh, okay. lots, lots of men to retread. Well, I, thought, I thought Rashawn Gary, if we're just talking for first round, I thought that was a yeah. tough pick because – you're, first of all, you're overdrafting him in my mind. You're betting on the athletic upside. That Okay, I get that that's going to happen. But I just don't understand what they think they're going to do with him because they have Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. They signed a big contract. Like, are yeah. you going to play Rashawn Gary at 5-tech? I, th- I, I guess it's the I idea. I don't though. love the idea of that. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, it feels like at that point you're almost wasting that athletic wasting. upside. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, so it'll be weird to see where, where you're going to use him. Yeah. Uh, Titus Howard just... Worse at everything, so he's on my list. <laughs> Greg Little, just because I just don't understand going yeah. with a right tackle type. Um, oh, Miles Sanders, I didn't like that because I'm low, and you're low on him too. I'm I was extremely like, low. It might work out for the Eagles just because their offensive line is so good in the way they are, but yeah. I, I just don't get drafting Miles Sanders at 53 with his fumbling history, his boomer bust running style. When a yeah. guy like David Montgomery goes twenty picks later. Also, I think with Sanders, I think his pass catching ability is overrated. Yeah, he. The, the the thing was, a lot of people were like, didn't ask him to do it much, but when he did, it, he was good. Eh. Like, you know what's funny? Everyone's like, first thing they say about Miles Sanders is like, it's like, oh, we didn't give him enough credit. He had huge holes, uh, shoes to fill with Saquon leaving. Blah blah. It was like that was like almost a cop out. It became towards the end of the, the process, like the, like the Daniel Jones positives. Yeah, exactly like that. I, I I think too many people gloss over his fumbling. 
Uh, dude, he had one of the worst rates in the league in college last year. Yeah, he had the really he had the worst rate of any running back in the draft. I'm pretty sure. I think so as well. I think he was like top five in college. Last yeah, year. like that. It's not something you should just gloss over. Especially I, like he's a guy that we haven't seen get that many you know carries in the, in college because again he was behind Saquon Barkley. I I don't like Sanders at all to be honest. Like, I, but the fit I, I makes, the fit makes my, sense. I Sorry, stand right? by my Felix Jones comp on him. <laughs> like the fit. It makes sense. I'm not surprised it was the Eagles. Week, I don't like it. Week one, he's going to rip off like a 50-yard touchdown because like, he does have really nice lateral agility. Yeah. And he's going to bounce um, one. It's going to go, and we're gonna call it, but we're going to be right in the end. <laughs> Give me Justice Hill behind that line in the, in the fourth round over this. I know. Their, their group is so strange. I know. I don't like it. Um, Jared Stidham to the Pats. Yeah, um, it's, it surprised it's, me that that was their quarterback. I know, that's that what I mean. He's like the opposite of what you'd think. Yeah. Um, Quadri Allison to the Falcons. Yeah, oh, that's a bad pick. Clayton Thorson to the Eagles. I thought that was a weird guy for them to go with. As the, like, uh, I thought Tyree Jackson made so much more sense as your backup guy to bet on. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to roll with Nate Sudfield as the QB2 anyway. So why yeah. not just get Tyree Jackson because he's got so much more upside. I don't like that pick at all, and I agree with you. I uh, I don't see Clayton Thornton like usurping Nate Sudfeld until no. he leaves. <laughs> and I'm so. really happy Terry Jackson ended up on the Bills because like it's just funny that him and Josh Allen are together. I know, but that's 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 fun. That's really fun. I can't believe he went undrafted. I can't believe a team did didn't bet, bet on, on his upside. I know. That's especially, insane to me. Especially when Ryan Finley is going in the fourth, Clayton, Clayton Thornton in the fifth, like. I don't get that. Like neither. Like okay, I can I can get behind Finley uh, as a day three pick. Fourth was early for yeah. me, but like I do think yeah. he'll be a long term NFL backup quarterback. I agree. Thorson, I don't see what anyone sees in him. He's not um, good. Like if you're drafting late seventh because the NFL is dumb, <laughs> that would make sense to me. But I just don't get throwing a flyer Tyree Jackson if you're going to draft all these other terrible quarterbacks. Like Trace McSorley was drafted, and although yeah, and it was I, it was to the one team it kind of made sense for. It wasn't they even in the, it was in the sixth it. round. I know. Do it in the seventh. Yeah, and the the Ravens got a little too much praise for that. And I think Harbaugh hinted at using him as a bit of a gadget guy. But yeah, like, I don't think that's not going to work out. I don't think. It's strange. Like I don't know. Um, um, hey, just I'm glad Tyree's somewhere safe now. Uh, Jake Bailey, terrible fit for the Patriots. He's not a lefty. What are they doing? Yeah, because now that they think made the rest of the league think left. Footed punters are good. They were lying. It was just a ruse. <laughs> they played the long con, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't like the Seabird pick. If we're doing all specialists, but hey, let's. Hey, I, I, I know the uh, to me the only like no, I'm not even. Gonna say, I, I don't ever believe in drafting specialists. Like I, I would have, I would have drafted Mitchell Shanowski, but that's too early. If that's fair. Yeah, dra- like Michael Dixon didn't go that early. I know, and Michael Dixon's is better. So that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. Like, Michael Dixon looks like a steal right now. I'm going to say it. After last year, after like all the guys that got drafted after him and this year, I'm going to say it. Agreed, sure. Uh, <laughs> also, people forget, Wyshynowski's 27. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, uh, all right. Do you have five undrafted free agents who will make an impact? Yeah, I got I got a bunch. But, uh, so, Jacoby Myers was my number one. Divino Zigbo was my number two. I'll let you go next because I stole those two. Uh, well, Zigbo is my number one. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what, are we doing two at a time? I don't know what we're doing. Okay, I'll go Terrell Hanks as my number three. Okay. I think Hanks makes that team. I like that a lot. Uh, four, I'll slap on Elijah Holyfield. I think he's better than Jordan Scarlett. I think he's a great uh, compliment to Christian McCaffrey. 
Fifth, Demarcus Lodge landing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love that. Um, I think he's going to make that team. I don't know where exactly he's going to slide in, um, but I think he's going to be good. All right. There's a lot of guys I like. Keep you going. Yeah, after I do my five, we can talk about a couple others, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Azigbo won for me to the Saints. I think yep. he can be the power guy. My, my comp was Deuce McAllister. This was meant to happen. That, that's exactly uh, Number two, Demarcus Lodge to the Bucs. You mentioned that. He can yeah. be a big play threat, and he's a really good route runner. I can't believe he went undrafted. Three, yeah. Stanley Morgan Jr. to the Bengals. Best route runner in the draft. Went undrafted because of off-field stuff, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. I think with Tyler Boyd being a free agent after the year, yeah. that they got to keep Morgan around uh, as insurance, and you don't really know what you're getting with John Ross. Yeah, I think yeah. S- Also, something to know, their backup receivers – uh, are generally pretty terrible, so having Morgan's nice. I mean, getting on and Tate UDFA was pretty solid. But like, they drafted yeah. on and Tate. Oh yeah, they drafted him, but late is solid. Yeah, but uh, but like, I mean, they Cody, I mean, I Cody Core and, yeah. and Co. Who just come in and I drop agree. passes every time. Uh, for yeah. Jacoby Myers to the Pats, like yeah. you mentioned, I hate that they got him. I I don't understand how Lodge Morgan or Myers went undrafted. I don't know either. When like. That, like, Scott Miller from Bowling Green got drafted. I know. I know. I know. Uh, and then five, Gerald Willis from the U to the Ravens. See, I, I like Gerald Willis a lot. I I liked him, like, the late third round. Um, Four-man front, you can play him a little bit at three-tech. That's exciting. Yeah. Rotational yeah. defensive I, lineman for them. I think if he doesn't make it with the Ravens, he's going to land on a sweet somewhere else. Me too. Um, and apparently he went on drafted because he's, like, trying to fight a coach. So, <laughs> Did the coach have it coming? Probably. It was during a pre-draft meeting. So, <laughs> Okay, I said earlier, Tariq Cole is a guy I liked for a long time. I think he's going to get a chance to compete. To, like, I think he's going to make that Arizona team, probably. He uh, should. Just, Bears, that's a good place for him to decide to sign. Oh, 100%. Uh, the Bears just had a monster class. I, the, just, the issue is I don't think Emmanuel Hall is going to make it because they have so many receivers. I know, I know. I'm surprised Hall went there, to be honest. Um, they must, yeah, Hall. Like, I, sorry? It's just... It's tough. I, I'm just looking at it, right? Like, because Allen mm-hmm. Robinson, Anthony Miller, uh, yeah. Taylor Gabriel, Riley Ridley, yeah. Javon Wims looked pretty good last year. Like, they just yeah. brought in Marvin Hall. Like, it's a he might make it if they keep six. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised he signed. With they the also Bears, brought in Cordero Patterson. Exactly, uh, but Bars I think is going to make the team. I yeah, no, I thought that was a really like he's not going to play because they have mm-hmm. a, a solidified offensive line, but. I thought that was yeah. a really smart uh, depth signing. I, I, I same feeling for Dax Raymond. I think he's gonna be their third tight end. I, if they want a little bit of a yeah, the move guy. They I like a, that pick. They up. had a strangely good UDFA class. Okay, I felt see. that way uh, with them, uh, and I think the Chiefs. Let me look. Um, yeah, the, the, like the some... Chiefs. The Chiefs had like uh, Cody Thompson. Um, who else did they have? Uh, James, James Bowie Williams. Yeah, that's Darwin Thompson and James Booby. They're going to be really interesting to see who kind of yeah. gets that spot. I hope they uh, both make the team. Me too. Um, also, uh, Malik Reed to the Broncos, who's a guy yeah. I really like. I love his bending ability. I like that a lot too, and like I like Brett Ripon there pushing Drew Locke. Yeah, and Anthony Ratliff Williams to the Titans. I really liked. Uh, me too. Penny Hart to the Colts. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Cody Thompson to the Chiefs. You said Hanks. Johnny Dixon to the Texans. Route yeah. r- runner, deep throw type. Uh, Deion Calhoun, the Mississippi State guard with the Dolphins. Just because their offensive line group so bad, I think he'll make the team. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got two more you didn't say. 
I maybe not the right spot, but I love Keelan Doss and the Raiders. Dude, I I was about to say that I think he'll make that team. I think he will too. I just like, yeah. Did you fourth, hear why he slid though? He got hurt. That was the only reason he went undrafted. Oh, really? Yeah. So how sucky is that? Um, like I think uh, obviously AB Tyrell Williams. I think Hunter Renfro wins the slot There's job. Slot. Yeah. Then they're probably keeping Dwayne Harris, uh, J- and like I think he'll be competing with Ryan Grant and JJ Nelson. I don't know how many guys they'll keep, but at worst he's on their practice squad. I agree, and I, I think he could probably beat those two guys out. I just, um, he he should have been a early-ish day three pick had he not been hurt. I agree. Uh, who else did I have? Oh, Hamp Cheevers to the Titans. Yeah. I don't know That's if he'll good. make that team just because of how their DB group is, especially with the yeah. height already there. Like, they're, they're looking for more height. But uh, that was good. Malik Gant to the Pats. Yeah, that's a sweet fit. fit. I, I forgot about that one. That's good. In Zacus, is it, can you say his name? Zacus, the Virginia receiver I was talking about earlier to the Falcons. Z- Z- I don't think yeah. he'll make them necessarily because they have that type of player already and they drafted yeah. another. But I think he could get on a roster for sure. There was a lot of UDFA signings that like it's almost like teams wanted to double down on like similar type of guys. I'm, and I'm surprised those guys agreed to go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the funnest preseasons in terms of when the guys that are like absolute no names to non draft people come in, like these guys, mm-hmm. it's gonna actually matter a lot. Can I give you one? And one I, more? And I'm excited. What? You do? Karan Hegden? Texans, yeah. To be Greg, the Tex- Greg Dorch, the Jets. I think Hegden ends up being the Texans' third running back. Probably. I think Greg yeah. Dorch to the Jets is nice insurance for Jameson Crowder. Exactly, I agree. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I think that's, like, I think that's everyone. I, it's a that was a fun group of guys, though. Yeah, it, it's a really good group. All right, that'll do it for us at Seven Rounds in Heaven. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through the 2019 NFL Draft. We'll continue to break down uh, this group before eventually entering the 2020 NFL Draft talk. Uh, yeah. So uh, stay along with us. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rob Paul NFL. You can follow AJ at AJ Marchese thirteen. You can follow Armchair at AC All Americans and at Armchair NFL. Go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. And I am about to put out my uh, draft, draft grades, grades, baby. So check that out. Last words, AJ. Get off the mound. <laughs>